This is a Federal News Network podcast. It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. Today is Friday, November 19, 2022. I'm Jason Breifel from Shaw, Bransford & Roth. Today is our open season special, where we sit down with insurance experts to demystify the plan selection process. We will cover what's new in insurance this year, why employees should reevaluate their range of coverage options, and what federal and private plans have to offer. I'm going to introduce our guests to kick off this discussion. First, joining me from the Office of Personnel Management, we have Jay Fritz. Jay is the Chief of Program Analysis and System Support in OPM's Federal Employees Insurance Operations Division. Welcome back to Fed Talk, Jay. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, and next is joining us from WEPA is Tony Zarante. WEPA is a nonprofit association providing current and former federal employees with affordable life insurance options. Tony serves as WEPA's Chief Strategy Officer. Welcome back to Fed Talk, Tony. Thank you for having us, Jason. Uh, and before we dive into our conversation, I want to remind our listeners that Fed Talk is sponsored by the Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP Dental. Members get fully covered in-network preventive care, including up to three cleanings a year, plus no deductibles for in-network services like fillings and root canals. Visit bcbsfepdental.com to learn more. So again, uh, we're one uh, just a couple days into the first week of open season, and so I'm really excited to have Jay and Tony here because there's a lot of really important information for our audience. It's a really interesting time in our country with rising inflation, folks concerned about the costs of living, and an open season is really a time to to consider your benefits, your coverage. You know, are you, are you buying things you need? Are you paying for things that you and your family might not need? Uh, so I think that this is, is a really timely uh, program to have uh, OPM and WEPA here today. Uh, and Jay, I want to bring you in first just to, to help set the landscape about OPM's role in federal employee health care and insurance broadly. So OPM administers the insurance program for federal employees and also our annuitants. Uh, we administer the one per, the programs associated with open seas, and everyone thinks about the FEHB, Federal Employees Health Benefits Program. But we also re want to remind everyone that we also have our FedVet program, our Federal Employees Dental and Vision Insurance Program. And also we try to focus on our Flexible Spending Accounts Program, FSA Feds. We always try to encourage people to take advantage of the tax savings offered by FSA feds. We also want to keep in mind that there are two programs we administer that are not part of open season. That's our federal employees group life insurance program, FAGLI, and also our federal long-term care. They are not part of the annual open season. It's only the three, FEHB, FEDVIP, and FSA feds. We administer all five programs, but only the three participate in the annual federal benefits open season. 
Awesome. Thanks so much, Jay. And and Tony, can you just tell us a little bit more about WEPA for our audience that might not have heard about you all and why open season is a good time for feds to be looking at all of their coverage options? Sure, Jason. So again, as you stated at the top, um, WEPA is a nonprofit. We are a 501c9 um, located here in Northern Virginia in Falls Church. Um, and we were founded during World War II uh, to serve civilian feds, um, and their families uh, during wartime. And then, you know, here we are 79 years later and still serving feds and their families. Um, so, so having said that, um, you know, opens the federal health open season in the, every fall really gives, we find it gives um, feds an opportunity to really think holistically about everything that goes into, into what they would consider their benefits package, right? So it is primarily health and dental and vision um, and the FSA feds, as, as Jay mentioned, uh, but we frequently find uh, a lot of federal employees are also thinking about their term life insurance that they may have with Fegley, um, and they may also supplement their Fegley insurance with WIPA as well. Uh, so we find it's a very busy, busy season for us. Uh, benefits are top of mind, and uh, and their term insurance is, is certainly a, um, an important part of that as well. And then in addition. Um, they are thinking, feds are frequently thinking about, you know, other options as well. Might, they might even thinking about their TSP and what to do with that, right? Do they want to make changes heading into the new year? Um, and or they're thinking about, you know, um, well, I've been healthy, but I don't know. Will I continue to be healthy? Well, WIPA happens to offer short-term disability insurance uh, to feds and their families as well. Uh, so that could be another stopgap for folks who uh, maybe don't have a lot of sick leave built up or don't have access to sick leave banks within work, uh, a short-term disability uh, program such as WEPA's maybe can help fill that void to them if, if they are injured you know, in a car accident or, or something of, of that nature. And, and again, we come back to seeing, especially now you touched on it with uh, inflation uh, being so prevalent right now, it's really you know, your wallet share, right? So what can you do to stretch that dollar just a little bit more? Can you make a change to your health insurance and maybe pivot to something that's a little bit better uh, for you in the FAHB program that I'm sure Jay will get to in, in greater detail here in a moment. Um, but can you, can you pivot there? So maybe you free up a little bit more cash so you can do something else with your other benefit structure to, to make sure that you're, you're covering yourself, um, you know, 100% all the way around. Thanks so much, Tony. And I think that, that that's a message kind of looking at your coverage, your options, your, your finances writ large is, is a message that I've seen from OPM Director Ahuja uh, getting out ahead of this open season starting. And, and Jay, I just wanted to bring you back into this. You know, I know that there are always new things. I know that you and your team are working hard uh, over the course of the year to get prepared for this time. You know, are there any key messages from OPM this year uh, as feds are coming into this open season. Um, and I'm also curious, you know, are there any highlights or new things uh, that, that folks should be aware of as they're looking at their options? Sure. So each year, OPM issues what we call the call letter to our carriers with the benefit initiatives that we want to focus on for the for the coming year. So for 2023, there were several benefit initiatives that, that OPM is promoting. These include maternal health, uh, gender-affirming care and services, obesity treatment. Uh, we're still dealing with COVID-19 pandemic, so there's still services related to COVID that we're encouraging our carriers to cover. Uh, telehealth, 
kind of, I don't think anyone heard of telehealth prior to COVID. I know some of my doctor visits during the height of COVID became over, I think it was over Teams or over Zoom. And I think people kind of like that instead of having to drive the doctor's office. So those things are also continuing that OPM's encouraging. Also, medical foods has been an issue over the years at OPM. Assisted reproductive technology is another one that's captured a lot of attention recently, art procedures that, that uh, families are interested in, and then also preventive services. And, you know, OPM's trying to add all these services at the same time. We don't want to increase premiums any more than what they're going up to the general rate of inflation and medical inflation. So OPM does, I think, a pretty good job of trying to add new benefits that people are asking for at the same time that we try to keep in mind the the, the desire to not increase premiums that much. And I've got to imagine, Jay, as you mentioned, there's a lot of those new benefits that are coming in, and that's a, a careful balancing act that, that you and the team are working through so that folks don't feel that, that sticker shock uh, that, that, and, and, and can feel assured that they can um, kind of procure and obtain the coverage that, that their family really needs. Yes, it's it's always a balancing act, and, and OPM puts a lot of time and effort into into doing exactly that. What more benefits can we provide without a high premium impact for our enrollees? Absolutely, and and you know we're going to talk about after we pause to take a first break how employees can better understand and explore all of those options, uh, some of the key dates. Uh, that are coming up, where those decisions need to be made by. Uh, but we've got to pause here to take our first break and a word from our sponsor. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. Good vision coverage shouldn't be blurry. It took just one look at Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP Vision to see the difference. All members get fully covered in-network vision care exams, plus access to over 125,000 independent providers and national retailers, and plans that start as low as $12 a month. That's why I chose Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP Vision. See what we can do for you at bcbsfepvision.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. I'm here discussing open season with OPM's Jay Fritz and WEPA's Tony Zarante. And Jay, I want to just continue the conversation here uh, with you on you know some of the key information for our listeners. Uh, to know this year, you know, I know that the the dollar amounts and some of the key changes uh, or dates, excuse me, uh, uh, are different every year. And so I think it'd just be really helpful to ground folks in, you know, what are the amounts of money that we're talking about here? Where can folks make some of these investments? And to the extent that there are some changes, what are some of those numbers that we need to flag for, for our listeners? Yeah, Jason, I think the first thing we want to hit on is dates. Open season, just remind everyone, open season's last day is Monday, uh, December the 12th. So you have, you know, about, what, three weeks or so left to take your actions on that. The other thing we always want to promote is our open season webpage and the resources we have available on that. And the, uh, the, the link is www.opm.gov slash open season. We put a lot of work into that page, a lot of information on that page. We have uh, links to the various plan comparison tools that we have for FEHB and FedVIP. We also have information on there if you want to look at the detailed FEHB plan brochures. That's where you can find access to that. Also plan provider directories and just some general resources on open season. So we always try to promote that 
Uh, and the other thing I want to mention on there is, you know, people deciding want to make a change. And the question becomes, how do they make the change? So we also have a link on that page of the various enrollment systems, whether it's employee express for OPM employees or employee personal page for uh, individuals payrolled by the National Finance Center or our SERS FERS annuitants, how they go to OPM itself to make their enrollment changes, their open season express and open season online. So um, good resources. Again, make sure everyone has that. So that's the primary place to go for information on that. Um, once you get there, like I said, we got detailed information. We promote the FHB and FedBit plan comparison tools in your zip code. Uh, some basic information, your pay cycle, et cetera, et cetera. And that brings up all the information on the plans available to you, both our nationwide fee-for-service and our uh, region, regional-specific HMOs. Good resource to go. Take a look. It provides information on premiums. It also provides information on the benefits available under the plans available to you and also provides information on how much is going to cost you through coinsurance or co-pays. So we always encourage people to go take a look. We also encourage people, and if you're not planning on doing anything, if you've always been happy with your plan, we always encourage people to, one, go onto our website, take a look at the premiums for 2023. What's your premium increase going to be? And if this is something that's affordable to you, then fine. But if it's not, then there's other options available. The other thing we always encourage people to do, even if you think you're happy with your plan, take a look at the FHB plan brochure, what we call the change page. And that lists all the changes that plan's going through and we'll have different for the 2023 plan year. So we always encourage people to at least do the minimum of taking a look at what your current plan has, premium-wise, benefit-wise. And then if you run into an issue or something about that you're not satisfied with or not happy with, then use the plan comparison tool and start shopping around. Kind of what we talked about, how can you beat some of the inflationary pressures? Maybe able to do it through FEHB or FedVIP. Thanks so much, Jay. And, and I agree that that opm.gov slash open season is uh, a great resource. And it's it's been really something to watch it evolve over time as a resource. You know, a, a decade or so ago when I started here, uh, uh, not quite the same as, as what we have today. And, and so that is, is super handy. Um, in terms of I wanted to go go through our list here and, and some of the other um, uh, areas and, and 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 let's talk about FSA feds. You know, this is one that, frankly, I've I've kind of been hit or miss with over the years whether I use an FSA or not. Sometimes I find it a bit a bit cumbersome, but obviously getting uh, getting some of that pre tax uh, money for for expenses that you know are coming down the pike, whether it is that dependent care or whether it is those healthcare costs. Uh, can be beneficial for for the family budget, and so uh, just wanted you to un unpack a bit more on on FSA feds for our listeners, and 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 making sure that people understand everything that they uh, all the levers that they've got there. Sure, more than happy to. So one of the things we always promote, and for employees, now FSA feds is only available to employees; it's not available to annuitants. Um, is that take a look at FSA feds. If you want to do some cost savings, FSA feds is the way to do it. Um, now, we did talk earlier about, you know, your enrollments of FEHB and FedVIP carry over year to year, but FSA feds, the key there is you must re-enroll every year. Um, it does not care. The, the enrollment itself does not carry over. 
One of the other benefits of FSA feds is if you're currently enrolled and you want to have not burned up all of your money or used all of your expenses, then you can carry over up to $610 of your 2022 FSA feds amount into 2023. But to use that carryover, again, you must enroll for 2023 in order to use the carryover. And I know there's always been an issue with FSA feds about people are afraid of forfeiture of funds. They're afraid they're going to commit money to FSA feds, not have sufficient medical expenses, and then they're going to lose that money through forfeiture. And, and honestly, that happened to me myself. That's why I was a little bit hesitant, reluctant to enroll in FSA feds. But, you know, just want to let everyone know, you can do a minimum, con a minimum allotment of FSA feds of $100. So everyone's going to have at least $100 in medical expenses. And the maximum contribution in all these are for, for healthcare flexible spending accounts is it's now increased to $3,050 is the most that you can set aside for, for a healthcare. Um, you don't kind of think you're going to use $3,000 of medical expenses uh, each year because of my fear of forfeiture. I put in less of that amount. And I think for the last two years, my wife and I have used our expenses by probably May. I think we burned up the allotment. So unfortunately, I think people have more medical expenses than what they than what they think about. And again, you got that protection with that carryover amount. So um, a good way to save, if we're encouraging people to find ways to save money, um, FSA feds is the way to do it. And most of our plans have what's called paperless reimbursement, where you don't even have to file a claim. You don't get the claims. You don't you know, stick them in a shoebox. At the end of the year, have to fill out a bunch of claim forms. I participate in FSA feds. My FHB carrier does paperless reimbursement. I do nothing. I go to the doctor. The doctor files a claim. I get an explanation of benefits from my carrier, and I get an alert that I now have money deposited into my uh, checking account of the FSA feds amount. It's 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 painless and. You know, we don't have as many people in FSA feds as we would like. We always try to encourage more people to take it. There's really no reason not to. Um, as we talked about, minimum amount you can contribute, um, painless through paperless reimbursement. So um, we really do encourage people to to look at FSA feds. Uh, thanks so much, Jay. And and I, I appreciate you sharing some of your personal stories there. Again, I, I feel like I've I've had over the years some of those similar not used it, then then not rolled it over or blew blew all through it and, and felt like there wasn't enough in there. Um and then, you know, for 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 those listeners who who have dependent care obligations, you know, it's I also find it interesting that, you know, you can also uh, there are dependent care coverage uh, options under FSA feds there to, to save some money for, for the household. Yeah, that, that is true. And again, the minimum contribution, now we're talking about dependent care FSA, FSA feds is also $100. And the maximum contribution is $5,000. Now, the maximum contribution, $5,000, that's per household. For a health care, if you're two married feds, each can contribute up to that $3,000. So we always want to clarify that. Um, again, there's no carryover for dependent care flexible spending account like there is for healthcare flexible spending account, but there is a grace period. You can file your claims. Uh, expenses incurred for 2023 up through March 15th, 2024, and must file claims by April 30th, 2024. So you actually have was like 15 or so months to incur claims under dependent care since there's no carryover. Got it. No, thank thank you so much. And and again, you know, for our listeners out there, uh, check these options out with FSA Feds to to see what you can do. 
to to save some 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 dough on the front side uh, of your taxes. Uh, I want to keep rolling here with you, Jay, because uh, we have a lot of, a lot of ground to cover. Uh, and I wanted to talk about you know uh, FedVIP and and where folks can sign up. Uh, for that. And I, I think that that's on the Benefeds website, but but I don't want to misstate that. Correct. Now, we, you've been talking, and also we might want to go back and hit on FSA Feds. Now that we've talked so much about FSA Feds, we've encouraged people, the question becomes, well, how do I enroll? Yeah. So you to enroll through FSA Feds is actually www.fsafeds.com. Or you can call one 877 Three seven two three 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 seven, which is actually eight seven seven FSA Feds. So yeah, we we talk a lot about the programs. We don't want to forget to tell people how to enroll in these wonderful programs we just talked about. Um, FedVIP, you're correct. It is www.benefeds.com, and that's online. Um, you can also contact Benefeds at one eight seven seven eight 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 three 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 seven. So, yeah, it's easy to enroll. I do everything online. When I enrolled in FedVIP, I did it online. I do FSA Feds online. It's very, very simple, quick process. Thanks so much, uh, Jay. And we'll be sure to, to run those websites back by our listeners before the end of the program here. Now, now for, for those CSRS folks or for your FERS annuitants, they have a, they have a different portal, uh, if I understand that correctly. Um, where, where are those folks going to take advantage of their, their open season opportunities? So you're right. SERS and FERS annuitants, they are um, handled by the Office of Personnel Management. And we do have uh, some places for them to go. And again, they can do online. They can do their FHB enrollments online. I know more and more people like to do stuff online. I have to interact with anyone. I have to call anyone. Uh, so the website for, and these are SERS and FERS annuitants, uh, handled by OPM. Uh, they can call Open Season Online, which is an interactive website at, and this is, I'll, I'll read off the URL, but you're right, Jason, we should probably post these somewhere. It's um, HTTPS uh, Retire F-E-H-B, R-E-T-I-R-E, Retire E, I'm sorry, Retire E, F-E-H-B, R-E-T-I-R-E-E, F-E-H-B dot O-P-M dot gov. And that's the online portal uh, where you can go in through Open Season Online and, and make any FEHB change. And then you can also call Open Season Express, which is 1-800-332-9798. And we do want to put kind of a warning out there for Open Season Express and online. And this caught some folks last year that waited to the last minute to make their change for FEHB as an annuitant. And just remind everyone that closes at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the last day of open season. So people just assumed it stayed open to midnight at the last day of open season. It does not. So we just want to give it an alert to everyone. 8 p.m. Open, 8 p.m. Eastern time, last day of open season, annuitants, those um, website and phone lines go down. So don't wait till the last four hours possible to make Correct. your choices. And Correct. Your and you'd probably uh, be surprised how many people wait to those last four hours. <laughs> uh, love that. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that having these these self-service or these online options is, is clearly the way that, that consumers are, are generally preferring 
to go, but to but in the case that folks do need to talk to somebody for for assistance, um, uh, per, you know, you, you had shared the the CSRS and the FERS annuitant line. I understand that there's also uh, an FSA Feds call center. You know, what what are the hours for that? Does, does that have a, a different availability? Uh, yeah, the F- questions that yeah, they need to address. Looking it up, uh, yeah, looking up right now. So FSAFeds.com website, they will stay open. Uh, to midnight on the last day of open season, which is December the 12th. And their call center for FSA feds uh, is 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Uh, The call center will be open on the day after Thanksgiving, Friday, November 25th, from 9 to 9. Uh, The call center is closed on weekends and on Thanksgiving. Um, And then the last day of open season, the call center will be open from 9 a.m., to midnight Eastern time. And all these are, are, are Eastern time. And just want to remind that the annuitants, we talked about the open, the OPM websites for open season for annuitants for FEHB, uh, annuitants for FedVIP will use the same benefits.com um, inform, uh, website and, and number that we gave out earlier. So annuitants, you know, benefits for FEHB, the same as employees, but there is a different website for annuitants. Awesome. And and again, I just want to one last thing before we close out this, this super informative session with Jay is just a reminder uh, for the audience on FSA feds that that your enrollment there does not roll over from year to year. So if that's something that you participate in and want to do again, people have to make that proactive uh, selection and determination. Correct. Um, you must. do, And that includes me. Because it, we always kind of say at OPM, we spend so much time prepping everyone else for open season, we kind of forget about it ourselves. But when it comes to open season, we're actually enrollees ourselves, and we need to take advantage of all the opportunities that we advertise for everyone else. So, Sage advice from, from Jay Fritz from OPM. We've got to pause here to take our second break. Uh, we'll continue our discussion uh, after a word from our sponsors. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. Want to know the secret to my bright, vibrant smile? It starts with my Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP dental coverage. I have no deductible for in-network services like fillings, x-rays, and root canals, and my routine preventive care is fully covered, including up to three cleanings a year. Plus, having nearly half a million in-network provider access points means I can find trusted care close to home. Plans start as low as $20 a month. See what we can do for you at bcbsfepdental.com. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. One team working all three branches. Judicial, legislative, executive. Judicial. SB&R employment attorneys offer specialized legal representation for federal managers. Legislative. Lobbyists in government and public affairs advocating for corporate clients. Executive. Produces two free weekly newsletters, Fed Manager and Fed Agent. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth is your one destination for all three branches of government. Online at shawbransford.com. SB&R. Client-focused. Results-driven. Welcome back. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. We're entering the second half of our open season special show. In this half, we're going to be talking about key considerations for our audience for reevaluating their coverage options, whether that's uh, health insurance, uh, life insurance, and also thinking more broadly about uh, just your, uh, your, your, your family budget in this economy. And uh, Tony, I wanted to, to bring you back into the discussion, you know, just from a bigger picture standpoint, uh, as folks are entering and into this open season, you know, 
what are some big considerations to be thinking about? You talked earlier about that, that kind of wallet share. Uh, what are some folks, things for folks to be thinking about broadly? And then, you know, I want you to also talk about starting to think about specifically some areas, for example, life insurance, you know, through the COVID pandemic, some of these topics have become kind of more relevant than, than, than they might have been uh, in our thought process in the past. And, and so I think that that as we're in our budgeting season, uh, as we're seeing family members through the holidays over the coming months, I think that some of these topics kind of come come top of mind for many folks. Um, so, kinda, again, just kind of curious about your big picture perspective and then and starting to narrow down a little bit more on, on the life insurance space. Sure. So, again, um, OPM with their open season annually really, you know, kind of puts this whole, you know, holistic view in the forefront, right? So hopefully, as Jay has mentioned numerous times, folks are really thinking about their benefits um, and they're thinking, hopefully, not just about what they're getting uh, through FEHB or FedVIP or FSA feds, but also, you know, the other ancillary products that they may have outside of that too. Um, Jay did mention the long-term care program. Well, while it's not part of the open season, it is a benefit, right? So hopefully they're thinking about um, you know, maybe those needs as, as folks age a bit in the workforce. Um, and then you touched on it too. I mean, life insurance is a critical component of any financial wellness plan, right? So um, we've talked a lot about living benefits, right? Um, health, dental, vision, um, FSA, you know, what you're doing with your TSP, all, all kinds of stuff like that. That's for you, to be honest, when you're alive, right? And hopefully you're alive for a long time. But life insurance is what is for what happens for others if you aren't there any longer, right? And that is an important part of your overall financial wellness plan, right? I mean, we, um, you know, when you're kind of in your in your working years and you're growing a family or you're buying a house or, or other things, you're you're going to have debt. Um, and if something were to happen to you, you need to be able to ensure that your family can continue. Um, and not have this debt burden, ideally, you know, um, you know, hanging over them if, if something unfortunate were to happen. So the life insurance is an important part of that. Um, term insurance primarily covers, uh, you know, that. Uh, and, and again, in our working years in the 30s through your 50s, uh, but whole life is an important part of that as well. Um, and so insurance, life insurance, it's, it's, not a it's not a precaution. It's to ensure that you've covered all your bases, uh, you know, large and small, if anything, uh, you know, were to happen to you. And, and it provides certainty for your family and other and others who rely on you um, in the event of uncertain times, quite honestly. So that's how we kind of kind of liken the fact that this is a great opportunity to think about it. Um, we, we're going to mention it here in a, in a few more minutes, but I will say. Again, Jay mentioned, you know, that, um, you know, that Fegley and long-term care, they're not part of this open season, right? That That's a year round. You, if you want to make changes, you can go in and you can do that. Um, I mean, life insurance is the same way with WIPA. Um, we don't have an open season. Uh, you can apply year round with us. And so while you may be thinking about it now, if you're a little overwhelmed with all the health insurance options and everything else that's going on, um, then just put your, put a reminder on your calendar to come and revisit these types of options um, in January, February, March, or maybe in the spring, you know, before you go on your summer vacation. Um, you don't have to do it right now. You can think about it now, 
and that awareness then can lead you to maybe make some changes, you know, uh, next year when you, when you've got a little more downtime, when the holiday season is over and you can sit there and kind of refocus and say, okay, what do I really need? What's really going to benefit myself and my family as I move forward? Thanks, Tony. I really like that, you know, kind of takes the pressure off a little bit to, to, to feel that you've got to kind of consider all of these things and they are many different things here in this, you know, kind of compressed uh, time frame at the end of the year. And uh, to your point, you know, uh, some of the decisions that you do make in, in open season and those elections can then drive, you know, future decisions or discussions within your family, uh, within your budget as, as you're, you're trying to um, plan for life. And, you know, I know one thing that WEPA does for its members is, is providing support and benefits on kind of just financial wellness and financial planning more broadly. And it seems like uh, that certainly is, seems like it's a big factor here, you know, when, when you're weighing costs, benefits, trade-offs uh, for, for various kinds of, of coverages. And, you know, Jay, you know, I wanted to, to bring you back into this discussion just to talk about the, the health insurance program and kind of, the role that OPM and in, in what it's doing with open season and the benefits offers, you know, has a major impact on the healthcare system in our country. Uh, you mentioned some of these uh, new coverage areas that went out in that call letter, um, you know, whether it is around maternal health, obesity, you know, uh, the assistive technologies, telehealth, and uh, the, the nature of healthcare and healthcare delivery is is changing which is is you know probably driving some of the costs that we're seeing but it's also that's what consumers are asking for uh and want and so just kind of curious you know the perspective that your team has about you know opm's role in the healthcare marketplace and you know what that means you know for the insureds and the people that that you all cover because um, again, I know from having you here on Fed Talk before that, that your team thinks hard all year long around how to give people great options that they want and then help them make those decisions. Yeah. So, you know, being the world's largest employer provided health insurance system covers FEHB, and, you know, we get a lot of our direction from the administrations that things that they're interested in seeing. And we, think, you know, a lot of what we do is, is kind of, you know, we don't want to be ahead of the curve, but we got to think we want to kind of be on that, the, the kind of the first wave when things are coming out, like, you know, for instance, gender affirming care and maternal health, things like we talked about is that, you know, these are priorities of the administration become priorities of OPM and things that we want to, we want to have for our employees, uh, but we don't want to be too far ahead so it's kind of a kind of a balancing act on on where we are but you know we do i think drive some of the drive some of the issues and you know and kind of lead the other health insurance carriage and providing it and the other employees providing these type of services for their employees yeah in you know just in pulling the 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 thread on on that you know in terms of that that model employer role and I, I like that you you say you want to be on the edge but you don't want to be out ahead of ahead of the curve and I think that 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 makes a lot of sense as a taxpayer because you're 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 trying to be innovative but also prudent 
with with the offerings that that you're putting out there and ensuring that uh, they can be reliably delivered uh, by by the providers that that you've put into the pool. Sure, and you're right. It's not just the services. Do our carriers have the providers, or the providers out there that can provide the services that we negotiate with the carriers? And you know, we're talking about open season now for 2023. We've already started work on benefits for 2024. We've already started working on our call letter with the benefits that we want to see for 2024. So open season really never ends at OPM. It's kind of our easy point now. We've done all the prep work. But as soon as this open season's over, we start working on open season for next year, open season 2023. You know, we're due post-action analysis of what went right, what went wrong in prepping for this year's open season. We'll make recommendations. We'll start to implement them. So it's it's really a year-round process at OPM. Like I said, we're already, you know, everyone now, right now, we've done all the, the heavy lifting to get everyone ready for 2023. In our minds, we've already switched to 2024. And what we need to do to get ready for a year from now. So it's uh, never never a dull moment when it comes to open season at OPM. No, I, I really like that 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 framing that you you share, Jay, is uh, you know, we're delivering now, so now it's time to start looking ahead. And and Tony, I saw you you smiling as Jay was talking because I imagine it may be a, a pretty similar feeling at at WEPA because uh, just by the nature of being in the insurance industry. Uh, you all are taking the long view of of these things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether it's uh, term insurance or the disability product that we offer, right? I mean, those are, you're planning for the future with either of those, right? So to Jay's point, they've they've got the 2023 program in place. Now it's time for the feds as consumers make their choices, a change here, add here, uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, But as Jay said, they're already starting to plan for 2024. And in a lot of ways, um, you know, life insurance and disability is much more much more forward looking than right now. I'm not buying it right now. I'm not buying it to use right now, right? Um, you know, most of the time with life insurance, you're buying it hoping, hoping you never use it, uh, quite honestly, especially term insurance. Um, and disability is the same way, right? You're, you're buying it because you hope you don't get in a bad car accident or, or fall and break your hip or whatever. But if you do, you know, you've protected that income, you know, while you're disabled and unable to work or unable to work, uh, you know, a full-time job. Um, so that's really very much a forward looking approach. Uh, and as you said, Jason, we, um, you know, we work with our carrier. Uh, we have extremely strong reserves. Our carrier is New York life. Uh, they're one of the only two carriers rated, um, with top ratings and all three of the ratings agencies in, in the United States. Uh, so we have an eye very much to the future and always have on who are we partnering with and what, how can we provide the best possible reassurance to our members and potential members that, that we're not just here today, but we're also here, you know, decades from now uh, with that forward-looking, uh, that the vibe that you talked about. Yeah, and... You know, I'm kind of struck by a, a question that I wanted to run by you both, and and that's, um, you know, have there been any curveballs or surprises that that you've seen, you know, at OPM or WEPA this year that have perhaps scrambled any of your plans or, or reinforced some things that you were already thinking about. I don't know what that may be. Obviously, COVID was the major curveball in, in recent years. But, but you know, I've just, I've got to imagine that stuff comes up 
And I just didn't know if there was an example that you may be able to share um, just to give our audience a sense of some of those things that they don't see uh, that they all are working with um, behind the behind the scenes. Yeah, I can't think of any curveballs. Um, you're right. COVID obviously caught everyone by surprise. Um, but, you know, we do want to remind everyone that you know each year we do what's called significant events for fehb and we have plans that leave the program this year i believe we have i think it's five or six plans that are dropping out of fehb and we're not participating in 2023 so while not really a curveball for us it could be for their enrollees i mean the obviously all these plans have enrollees and it's something extra they're going to have to do these are individuals that are going to have to make a choice for 2023 if not they're going to be defaulted into lowest cost nationwide plan so they're protected but you know we also encourage people to get we talked about looking at their brochures look at their premiums they may want to check and see if their plans even participating for, for 2023 um so that potential curveball for them uh fedvip uh there's no plan changes for fedvip uh, dental or vision for 2023 um obviously fsa feds we talked about just reminder you must re-enroll each year for fsa feds but i mean you know other than that i, I really can't think of any curveballs that have kind of hit us um for this year oh thanks jay and i think that that you did make a good point for to reiterate for our audience which is if you are in one of those plans that that's leaving the program you know you will need to make an election or, or it will be made for you uh tony any any curveballs that y'all have, have faced over at WEPA? Yeah, I think, you know, in a nutshell, you really hit on it, Jason. It has been um, COVID. It really has, right? You know, came, came out of nowhere. Um, has impacted, you know, the, the insurance industry now for, for you know, almost 30 months plus. Um, and it will continue to impact the industry. Uh, so we uh, very much are working with New York Life and internally as well with, uh, with our board on long-term planning, um, what are the future impacts of other coronaviruses like this, and making sure, again, A, that we're well-positioned from reserves, we have a strategy to manage this, and, uh, and we can weather this storm. Because now, in this period of globalization, these types of illnesses are only going to spread faster, right? They're, they're not going to be localized anymore when you have something like this. So um, we're really focused on being prepared, um, and and making sure that we're there uh, to serve our members if we need if they need us. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. It makes a ton of sense. Uh, we've got to pause here to take our final break. Uh, when we'll return, we'll wrap up our open season discussion with Tony and Jay. Ready to picture the right vision coverage? Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP Vision has two plans designed to fit any lifestyle. All members get fully covered in-network vision care exams and a frame allowance plus access to over 125,000 independent providers and national retailers. And the best part? Plans start as low as $12 a month. With Blue Cross Blue Shield FEP Vision, you get no illusions, just great coverage. It's exactly how you pictured it, right? See what we can do for you at bcbsfepvision.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. We're entering the last segment of our show, talking about all things open season. Uh, so let's just dive right back in. Uh, and uh, Tony, I wanted to, to bring this next question to you uh, and just to ask, you know, explicitly uh, for you to uh, tell us about kind of the primary difference between uh, WEPA's products and uh, Fegley. 
just to, to be clear on, on the differences between what you all are offering and what, what OPM offers in terms of that benefit there. Sure. No, great, great point there. Um, so Fegley is the employer-sponsored benefit through OPM to all civilian feds um, and to majority of the retirees as well, right? So it's, it's, a, it's the employer-sponsored benefit, uh, just like you would get it at a private employer um, as well. WEPA is really, and in many ways, it, it is looked at as a supplement uh, to Fegley, right? So uh, Fegley does have face value limitations. It does have some, um, some restrictions on retirement benefits, or if you just leave federal service um, as a non-retiree, a non-annuitant eligible retiree, it does have some limitations, right? Because it is meant to be an employee benefit um, with WEPA, it is voluntary, right? You can you can join us at any time. Uh, we primarily offer the term life insurance, which is very similar to Fegley, um, with the difference being it's voluntary. You can choose to join in with WIPA at any time. Um, it is portable. So if you were to leave federal service for any reason, it is 100% portable. It can go with you uh, no matter what you're doing. If you're going into private sector, if you're going to uh, begin your own business, uh, you can continue to have the WIPA insurance. Um, and again, um, most of the, our members, matter of fact, the vast majority of our members have both Fegley and WEPA, right? So they are using WEPA as a supplement, um, especially in the expensive metropolitan areas, you know, where, whereas, you know, Fegley option B maxes out at five times your pay. Well, in the DC area, if you own a home and you've got some kids or kids approaching college age, um, in all likelihood, five times your salary is probably not enough to cover all of your debt if something were to happen to you, unfortunately. So again, this is where WEPA steps in uh, with our higher face values. You can get up to 1.5 million with WEPA regardless of your of your salary. Um, and you can stack the benefits, right? You can have Fegley and WEPA. Um, they don't interfere with each other in any way. So in, in many ways, they, they complement each other. Uh, so that's really the big difference, right? Your Fegley is your employer sponsored. And WEPA is if you went out and looked for somebody who cared about feds um, and wanted to service feds, well, then WEPA is your company, right? Because that's what we were founded on in 1943. Um, and our entire mission is to promote the health, welfare, and financial well-being of our members. And that's what we were founded on. And that's what we continue to do uh, you know, to this day. Thanks so much, Tony. And, and again, I, I, I really appreciate you just kind of clarifying the, those distinctions there in my mind between, between the employer plan with, with Fegley and, and how WEPA serves as that, that supplement. Um, I know that there are also some other interesting uh, offerings from WEPA that I think could be beneficial for the audience to hear about as, as they're kind of thinking about all these health and life uh, areas and, 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 Notably, your 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 short term disability, you know, options I think are are worth mentioning here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, so we did launch um, a short term disability program uh, for civilian feds um, about just about two years ago now. Um, matter of fact, that kind of at the that's when COVID was ramping up. Um, and so this is a great benefit because again, it can supplement, um, uh, you know, what the what the sick leave uh, benefit does for federal employees, right? So they're two, two totally different animals. 
but really you could see a use case for both of those um, you know, as, as you kind of move forward. So with disability, it's a very straightforward product. We have male and female rates and we have two different waiting periods. You can choose from a 14 day waiting period or a 30 day waiting period. And obviously that uh, those waiting periods materially impact uh, the rate that, that you would pay. Um, but the short-term disability program, we are really hoping that that helps, um, you know, um, you know, cover a gap, maybe especially in early career feds that don't have that sick leave bank saved up. So if they were to get injured or really sick or whatnot, um, that this would help them. Um, as much as the mid and late career uh, federal employees who, who may have been using their sick leave all the time um, or whatever the case may be, that this could be a, a real benefit for them um, as they move forward. And again, they look at that holistic, you know, insurance uh, package uh, for themselves. Thanks so much, Tony. And, you know, I, I know that we there's a couple other things that we just don't have time here today because I do want to bring Jay back in to, to reiterate some of our key dates and enrollment periods. But, you know, I know that the WEPA website, you know, has a wealth of information, you know, about, you know, other things that you do both for your members that are member benefits, but, but also that are, are straight in the line of this open season discussion here that we've been having today, including around your, your calculator uh, that you have online, but, but, but didn't know if there was a couple of those things that you wanted to, to kind of highlight and preview for, for audience and, and let them know where they can go to that website to look up this info. Yeah. So, you know, briefly here, um, we have a lot of online calculators, you know, in terms of needs, uh, needs assessments, um, and that's at waepa.org. Uh, so really easy URL there. Um, so the calculators, um, and then also you kind of touched on it. We do have a, a financial planning um, option that's available at no cost to our members. So if you are a WEPA member, you have access to a certified financial planners at Ernst & Young, and you can walk through a whole financial plan if you want to with them. And again, that's at no cost to you. A WEPA sponsors the program. And then we basically just let you use the program as little or as much as you want as a WAPER member. Um, and it's a really great benefit uh, that kind of that comes part and parcel with with joining WAPA um, as a member only. So the last thing I'll say is we do have a lot of guides and webinars on our website as well that we encourage you to take a look at. And some of them, again, are geared towards what we're talking about today with that holistic view of all of your insurances and all these other ancillary products that might be available. Awesome. Thanks so much, uh, Tony. And, and for our listeners, that's waepa.org. You can go to that site to check out some of those tools and, and resources. And Tony, we really appreciate you being here uh, on Fed Talk with us again. Now, uh, now Jay, uh, again, I, I know we covered some of this info earlier, but there's so many dates and, uh, and key info and places for folks to find that that we just wanted to, to reiterate some of that here while, while we're closing out this this open season um, Fed Talk special uh, and maybe let's start at the top with with the, the federal employee health benefits program uh, what what are the things you need to know yeah just you know kind of some reminders here the, the, the three programs FEHB um, FedVIP and also FSA Feds uh, just a reminder last day of open seasons Monday December the twelfth. And uh, if you don't do anything during that time period, you missed your opportunity. 
We do want to remind everyone, even if you think you're happy with your current FEHB plan, go on our website, uh, opm.gov slash open season, take a look at the premiums for 2023, take a look at the benefits for 2023, and if you're happy with them, fine. And if you're not happy with them, but don't do anything, that's going to be your plan for 2023 until next open season comes around next year. Um, to enroll in FEHB, it depends on whether you're an annuitant or an employee. If you're an employee, it depends on what your electronic enrollment system is. All that information is available on that open season website. Um, FedVIP, Dental Vision, to enrollbenefeds.com. FSA Feds, reminder for employees only, that is fsafeds.com. Um, again, we encourage everyone to take advantage of the tax savings available with your FSA Feds as an employee, not annuitants, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, that's some, some of the things that we always want to reiterate to people. Um, you know, take advantage of, you know, we put a lot, OPM puts a lot of work in preparing the open season website. Take a good look, make sure that, uh, use, use what we provide for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Jay Fritz. And I wanted to, to read that website back to folks. I'm, I'm working on finding it here on my notes for today. Um, and that's just opm.gov, Black Sash, Open Season, uh, a great kind of one-stop resource um, to, to, to search down into all these areas. And again, gents, I really appreciate both of you sharing some time with us and with our Fed Talk audience uh, to talk about how important it is for folks to understand uh, there are very many options to, to take their time with their their family members and uh, looking at their budget and figuring out, you know, what coverage do you have? What do you need? Uh, what might you need to, to change up? Uh, Jay, as you mentioned, there's been a couple plans that have, have left the FEHB this year. And so uh, for our audience out there, you don't want to be surprised with the curveball if your your favorite provider has uh, is no longer in network. Uh, you will be assigned a plan if you do not make make your own election. And so, you know, this is, I think, uh, uh, for us here at Fed Talk, we really appreciate both of you sharing this information to help us educate our audience. And for our listeners out there, we hope that that you found our guests in this program, you know, informative. You know, this is a uh, a tough time for folks out there in the economy and, and making smart decisions about your finances and your family um, is really critical. Uh, so again, I want to thank on behalf of the whole Fed Talk team here, uh, Tony Zarante from WEPA and Jay Fritz from the Office of Personnel Management for joining us uh, to talk all things open season. Fed Talk is brought to you by the Federal Employment Law Firm of Shaw, Bransford and Roth. Don't forget to check out those options and have a great open season. 